Oh boy. Got, you know what I got? I've got teachers this week. We've got teachers backs this week. Yes, we do. And you're listening to the Fairy Godmother's podcast. And, uh, you know, I had a whole fancy intro plan. But can I just tell you the situation so that everybody is aware right now of exactly what is going on in this uh, virtual roundtable? I am sitting on the floor of my new bedroom. The only light in this room are Halloween lights, and they're casting an eerie orange glow on my face. Um, I am holding a uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade, and I've got a half-eaten burrito next to me. Uh, Shannon currently has her noise-canceling headphones on um, because she loves her husband. uh, So much. (laughs) So much. And uh, she's got a glass of wine, and this is not her first one. Um, <laughs> no, Dylan, it is not. Dylan keeps saying uh, the S word while knocking things over, trying to mu- move his mic, and he yeah. is currently drinking a course. So uh, this week, we're, it's we're been rough. For- empathizing with teachers this week. We are, yeah, we are empathizing with all education based employees right now we feel you uh two out of the three of us are you so we're right there with you it's It's not not dylan Dylan. it's not dylan (laughs) thank you but it's not me (laughs) the other two of us are feeling it right now (laughs) yes yes but as i said welcome to the fairy godmothers podcast we're very happy you're here go ahead Open up your bottle of whatever you're having tonight, because tonight we're here for the teachers. Hey. Wah, wah, wah. Hey. Oh. And I'm so sorry if you hear any of us swallow into our mics, because we're going to enjoy our drinks as That's we talk. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's hard. Oh, man, I'd say so much right now, but I do not feel like editing this later. <laughs> Gotta keep clean-ish. Whatever. We'll We'll see how this goes. (laughs) Ish. I said ish. (laughs) That's all you can expect from us. Ish for now. We'll see how the rest goes. Can you guys still see me? No. Okay, it's because I switched to the notes. That's fine. All right, hoop-de-doo. Yes, our hoop-de-doo this week is for the teachers. Um, Just to give you a little laugh, I'm sure you guys... Uh, that are teachers out there or work in the education system, you laugh at some of those projects that come out that kids make that they're so proud of, but either they misspell uh, a word so it sounds phallic now, or they uh, draw something like their mom dancing on a pole and they say, my mom at work, and everybody's like, oh boy. Um, We're going to take the projects that we made when we were younger and it can be any project. It doesn't have to be an art project. Um, and we're going to Disneyfy it. So this is for our Disney teachers because I know a number of them. And this is for the Disney teachers. So we're going to talk about those projects and Disneyfy them. Uh, Dylan seemed really excited about his, so I'm going to have him go first. I, I'm really proud of mine. It was really kind of me just being a teenager. So it's me, senior year. I'm in my college lit class, which is done by my high school teacher. So it's dual credit. Shout out to Miss Richie. Woo, woo. 
Um, all the teachers shout outs that are coming on. It's going to be so good, but she's literally going to be so upset at me. Um, so she gives us this project and we have like 53 vocab words we have to put into a story. Has to be as long as you need to make sure every word is in there. And I'm like, okay, deal. What's the word limit? What's the page limit? Like, what are, she's like, just make a story and make sure all the words are in it. That was issue number one for her that she didn't know. <laughs> there were 53 words on this. I didn't know most of them. So I made sure each one was spotlighted very nicely. I remember it was around this time last year, maybe a little before, so like Halloween time, because I remember making a haunted house spook story but it involved like murder, paranormal activity, like kids stuck on Halloween, trapped in a house. I remember turning this page in or this whole stack of papers in <laughs> and the look on her face when I turned in a 63 page story for her. Oh my gosh, Dylan. <gasps> I would hate you as a student after that. I think Miss G would have hated me. Had I oh, yeah. the, very, the very last word was the last vocab word I needed. <gasps> so she I had think... to read the whole thing. Oh, no, Oh, my Dylan. gosh. Dylan, that's diabolical. Oh, that's the so evil. Year, I love it. The next year I asked the class, I was like, do you guys have any more projects like this? She's like, oh, yeah. It's got, like, a six-page limit. <laughs> oh, Dylan, you created that limit. You did that to future students. I just felt so diabolical giving this to, A, my favorite teacher, but also the teacher I loathed the most. Like, her as a person, her and I vibed. Her as a teacher, she deserved it. She said it was good. Longest thing I've ever written. And I'll never be more proud. But if I were to make it Disney... I would simply just change all the characters to Disney based and make her read the entire thing <laughs> Disney based. Dylan! <laughs> That's even more diabolical, oh, I think. Because then a teacher's thinking, like, oh my gosh, he's not it's... being fully original at this point. He's just literally doing the bare minimum of the assignment and making me read 63 pages. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <gasps> oh no. That is cruel. I think you. It's so cruel. I love it. Right. <laughs> I... like you can't give me free oh reign in a college class and not expect one of your students to go above and beyond. Oh, my God. I saw it as a challenge, and I said bet. I was writing. This is the first time I went home happy writing homework. I wrote the entire thing in two days. <laughs> I can't imagine. I don't think I've ever written a paper in two days. It's either, like, I take the entire, like, semester to write it, or I do it, like, the day it's due. 
See, that's kind of what happened to me because we had a couple, several weeks to do it. So I just like looked up the vocab words. But then that's when I asked, I was like, is there like a limit because I'm having a struggle? And she said, no. And I said, deal. I love it. That is fantastic. My goodness. Evil. Just wonderful. I'm floored. floored. How do either of us follow that? (laughs) I mean, I honestly don't know. Yours are honestly going to be actual to the school projects. Mine was just an assignment. <laughs> I just wanted to get her back. Okay, well, I'm going to get mine also, out of the way. Edit it later. Since... You can switch them. <laughs> We're not going to do that to you, Emma. I'll I'm go. Like speechless. <laughs> I know. So... I can't remember. I love this. you guys. I'm sorry. We love you too. We love Don't you. apologize. Okay. Don't apologize it's for okay. the awesomeness. Okay. Um, no, go. I love you. So you look like you're stunning. Thank you. <laughs> um. So I can't remember who the teacher was. I think it was like my junior en- English teacher in high school. Who'd you have junior um, year? What? Who did you have junior year? Were you in that's AP? A great. Uh, he was male. That's all was I it, remember. Was it Pineda? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. He didn't make that big of a mark on me. <laughs> oh, I just like this. A, I just like this project. Lasting uh, impact on my life. That was yeah. a wonderful teacher. Anyway, you're saying. I love it. Uh, so the project was be a poet for a day and so we had to like research the poet and then when we did the presentation in class we had to act like we were that person which of course me being in theater I was like oh hell yes you know like this is easy for me and then I had a favorite poet so obviously I was like boom 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 let's go got an A on the assignment of course Mm -hmm. but I would just turn it into uh, be a Disney character for a day or mm-hmm. be Walt for a day and like oh. look through Walt's eyes for a whole day <sighs> you know that you can take a tour like that at Disneyland yes it costs, it costs so much money and oh. but it's like guys honestly I know that I'm like three plus years away from my 30th birthday but it's my 30th birthday goal to do that tour Deal. I want to do it Let's do it for my third It would just done. Great. Done. We can take a walk. I walk in Walt's footsteps. It'll cost us an arm and a leg, but that's fine. I'm already looking into selling my kidneys. I already have a bad hip, so hey, <laughs> let's do it. I'm just gonna keep leaving parts of you guys and just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna run out of parts, though. <laughs> As long as I can finish the tour, I'm good. <laughs> oh, I will not fall apart on that tour until after we leave Walt's apartment. That is no. when I will literally fall into a million pieces and someone will have to come scoop me off the sidewalk. That's one of those things, like, I will pull an Anakin Skywalker and survive being burned by lava on my entire body and cut in half. I'll still be alive. I'll still be kicking for Walt. Always. That got a little dark. Skywalker went through a lot. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So in eighth grade, 
I was in PNN, which stands for Prairie mm. News Network. Oh, oh I remember anchor. that. And Prairie News Network was like where all the cool kids wanted to be. But somehow, me and my four friends at the time successfully took over the entire class and would not let anybody do anything else. Oh, PNN was like, oh, anyway, I have very fond memories of that class. Uh, it was the type of class that even when I left middle school, I'd still go visit that teacher in high school. Um, <laughs> like, I'd walk across our little drive. Our little concrete sidewalk. Yeah, to go see the middle school teachers. Anyway, so Mr. Ellis, shout out to Mr. Oh, Ellis. Mr. Ellis! He was cool. He was dope. I loved uh, him! <laughs> Mr. Ellis would let us come to PNN and just basically goof off and do whatever we wanted which was amazing it looked like work and some days it was but it was one of those things where you could work hard and you could play hard like it was very well intertwined and um so our end of the year project and it only eighth graders got to make this end of the year project we got to take all of the cumulative footage we had of that year and do whatever we wanted with it. So the normal thing that people would do, of course, is just like throw it all on a disc and say like, this is my final project. I took all the footage of me and put it on a disc. Well, I got smart and I worked overtime. I found every little blooper, every little cuss word, people falling off of chairs, us breaking the camera, which we did not tell him. I found that video. I found videos of people, like, accidentally tearing the, like, backdrop off the wall. I found all of the juiciness. The day that Taylor and I had written things on our foreheads backwards because we had a mirrored camera. So we had written things backwards on our camera and filmed the entire new show like that. And then we got in trouble for it and had to take it down. So no one knew that that footage was out there. <laughs> but I kept it and used it in my final project. Yes. Um, oh, God. It was wonderful. And then I set the whole thing to songs from the Hannah Montana movie soundtrack. It was, it was the piece de resistance to the entire compilation. It was beautiful. And guys, I cannot find this video anywhere. It's killing me. But that video was just so amazing. And it's so prime middle school. It's just, oh, it's juicy. I love it. Well, considering that was my favorite project I've ever done. And let me tell you, it was so good when I showed people because they were like, you guys did all of this? And we're like, yeah, we did. And no one knew. <laughs> we just kept, we basically walked into the recording room or the newsroom, turned on the camera, and never turned it off. <laughs> oh, my God. So there was a day of Taylor, like, holding on to a Swiffer because it was, like, it was, like, Pride Week and it was, like, be a celebrity for a day. So she naturally, like, but, like, the catch was you had to do, like, a celebrity that, like, you resembled or, like, you 
model of your life have? So anyway, Taylor, Taylor Swift. Yes, exactly. Taylor Swift. So she was holding a Swifter. <laughs> but there's a video of Taylor standing on the table. Like, it looks like she's rowing a boat with it. And she's, like, flinging around. And she knocked over something. But it's something that you're not supposed to knock over in a newsroom. So <laughs> we would have gotten in trouble. Nobody found out. But the footage existed. Anyway, I'll stop talking about the project itself. Um, so how would I disney it? Uh, clearly, I'd diabolically write Disney into every single news script. Quietly. So that it wasn't Wonderful. like... Yeah, it wouldn't be a big deal. It would just be like something from Disney comes up every single week. Just like, quietly. Even if it's just like the name, Walt Disney, or it's like a quote from Walt Disney, or whatever. Just quietly. Sounds so Mike was out. And, exactly. <laughs> and then... At the end of the year, take every little Disney piece that I had written in and compile them into one giant news show of straight Disney. And no one will have known that I was planning this the entire year. And it would have been amazing. God. That's awesome. Yes. Ugh. That no one would have known. No one would have known. They'll never know. They're never gonna know. They're gonna know. They're okay. never gonna know. They're never gonna know. They're gonna know. Guys, I think that's one know. of my favorite TikTok audios. Oh, me too. <laughs> they're never gonna know. They're gonna know. They're never gonna know. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, teachers, I hope that gives you some fun ideas. <laughs> I think the teacher version of that is like writing a quiz for your class and the extra credit <laughs> extra credit <laughs> extra credit <laughs> oh, the extra credit question on every single quiz <laughs> Did you guys Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it's that Cody I don't. Can you hear him? <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I have the door shut and everything. Oh, that was funny. Oh, God. Um, well, the funny part is it sounded like Dylan laughing far away from his mic. Oh, sorry. That's my hubby, guys. He's the best. Um, but have you seen the TikTok of like this kid was taking an extra credit? Did I just, did I say, never mind, an extra, an extra credit quiz, uh, and it was, like, having to do the Yzma quote from Emperor's New Groove in the Mm -hmm. proper order, I'll turn him into a flea, a tiny little flea, and then it would, like, you just had to pick the right one, Mm -hmm. and it was, like, the eight lines, Mm -hmm. and you had to pick the right order, Mm -hmm. oh, it was a, it was a hoot, it was a hoot. Oh the boy! TikTok. I saw a really funny TikTok about uh, Cusco and Isma. Anyway, I think uh, going back to extra credit, I think the teacher version of that is making every single extra credit question slowly create a Disney story. Mm-hmm. So, like, what happens in the first six minutes of Finding Nemo? And the answer is like. Marlin and 
Marlon and his wife go down to check the eggs. They're fine. And then his wife and all of the babies but one die. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole extra credit question. If the kid gets it wrong, they get it wrong. But then the next question is, when is the next time we see Nemo? Well, it's the first day of school. But then every quiz after that is like the next scene of Finding Nemo. Oh my god. I think that would That's be so funny. That would be you my favorite quiz day. of all time. I think it would be so day. great. Because then they could just go back and rewatch it and be like, oh my gosh, I have to rewatch scene three. Well, yeah, because then the kids slowly start to catch on. So then by the end of the year, you're like, look, I'll give you five extra percentage points on your final grade if you can now stand up and recite the entire Finding Nemo movie per the answers that were on the quiz. The kids who were paying attention enough to realize they were telling the entire story of Nemo now are like, this is my time to shine. Everybody else is like, this is the we moment. Were t- right? But then the <laughs> other kids are like, you were telling the story of Finding Nemo? What? It would be glorious. Glorious. Teachers, this is why we're here. Also, I think drinking helps our creativity. Let me tell you. I don't know if you guys I... have tried it yet, but you should try it. <laughs> we're not promoting alcoholism no but we're just, we are we are promoting that you take a load off your feet every now and then and to be honest i don't talk this much at work i keep to myself and which like, is why you the need seven release. people i know so anyway teachers this is for you <laughs> clearly yes. we just give you a whole quiz idea you're welcome and you can do that with any Disney movie. You sure can. Any Disney movie. Any Disney movie. I the first including the live that... actions because let me tell you, if I were a teacher, I would totally do a Remember the Titans. Hmm. There you go. Quiz. I would fail that quiz. I would pass. I would fail that. I have problems with uh, quizzes that make me sad. <laughs> so that's every quiz for me. <laughs> Every single quiz makes me sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? I already know Why? it. Seriously, though. Okay. Are we ready for our first actual topic now that we've just been chatting? No. Yes. It's only 30 minutes <laughs> in. Probably not. <laughs> I still need to warm up. We're going to talk about it anyway. So, clearly, as you can tell, two of us work in the education system. One of us is not... not- But the two of us who are in the education system, y'all, holiday break is so close. (laughs) We're almost there. Seriously. And that's part of the reason why we're falling apart tonight. Um, Period. That and rehearsals are getting to me. (laughs) We're fine. It's fine. We're fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. fine. Everything is fine. Cue Um, playlist. (laughs) I do have a fine playlist. I do too. Well, no, mine is called uh, "Everything Will Be Okay," um, but same same t- playlist, just different title. But because we're falling apart, we figure, teachers, let us just take a moment and help you. Um, we're gonna give you some suggestions of how to make time move faster 
in general for our teachers to speed up the time between now and winter or holiday break based off of whatever you prefer to call it. Um, so I'll go first for some okay. ideas. So <laughs> I think it would be fun to, you know, those days that teachers would give you a game and it would be like, we're prepping for a quiz. Yes. Nah, honey. No, we're, we're not. We are beating the other team is what we're doing. Well, exactly. So, I think rather than telling the kids they're preparing for a quiz, be like, this is an all-out fun showdown to the to the in, to the next grade. So, you prepare a quiz. Based off of whenever you have your kids, you only do this once a week. But every kid on the winning team gets bumped up to the next grade. For you, it's pure entertainment. You give them the topic of your choosing, and you have them battle to the death for the next grade up. So, my example is I had a wonderful teacher who I've already mentioned once in this episode, and I will happily mention again. His name was Mr. Pineda. And I specifically remember Mr. Pineda giving me and my three friends uh, all of our work at the beginning of the class because uh, we should have been in regular English, but we were in not smart kids English. And uh, (laughs) so we should have been in one grade up. So we would finish all of our work within like the first 30 minutes of class, maybe less. And then he'd send us out into the hallway so that we didn't distract anyone else. (laughs) Deal. Well, I distinctly remember Mr. Pineda one day having us do some form. I can't like, it's very vague what it was. I only remember that it had to do with Shakespeare. And we had to take lines from Shakespeare books and he would have like two lines at the back of the room run up and write whatever quote from Shakespeare or whatever on the board. If it wasn't Mr. Pineda, I'm wrong and don't come after me. But it was one of my English teachers. So we would sprint to the front of the room, write down whatever line it was from Macbeth, Othello, Romeo and Juliet he was talking about. Whoever wrote the entire thing word for word first got a point. So put this more at stake and make it more entertaining for you. So rather than it being like academic, Make it like, okay, there was this thing that was called Vine. And now... Because <laughs> you guys have seen those videos of teachers on TikTok you, using that as, like, the call for the room. Mm-hmm. Um, like, to gather the room and, like, get their attention. Like, look at all these... Thickens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, so for your entertainment, you go, today's today's topic is iconic vines so you start with look at all these and then they have to sprint to the run of the room and write chickens as fast as they can on the board and that person gets a point and then the next is like like ah i could have dropped my Quest <laughs> So that kid would have to sprint to the front of the room and write that on the board. And, spell and then it you'd correctly. have to tell him you misspelled it. Exactly. <laughs> and they'd have to spell it correctly. But you could go so many different ways about this. You could do like YouTubers. And they were, and they, and they were roommates. 
<laughs> but yes, so that's just an idea. You could do it with make it Disney. Be like, uh, if I say a line, you have to you have to write down the character that said it. So pull the lever, crunk. Who said that? Isma. Isma. So then they have to run to the board and write Isma. So like wrong can... lever, wrong lever. <laughs> So just then, keep swimming, Dory. So then you have to like go run and write it up on the board. But I guys, think... the excitement that just ran through Emma's face answering that question was everything. <laughs> but like, I think it would be so much fun. And then like doing things that the kids just straight up don't understand. But then like you know you have those kids that are like straight up failing the class because for whatever reason they're just not doing so hot. They are fighting to the death. Like, those kids mm-hmm. mean business. So if they don't know that information right now, you better believe they will be on their laptop, their phone, whatever they have, trying to figure out the answer so they can go get the answer up on the board. And you know some of them are going to trip and fall. That's funny. Falling is always funny, and I stand by that. As long as there's no blood, you're not. Yeah, fine. exactly. <laughs> Falling is always funny. So you I think fell if through you... the floor, that's not my issue. Exactly. So I think if that speeds up your time between now and the end of the school year just implementing it once a week per class i think you're gonna feel real good about the rest of this semester Mm -hmm. so that is my idea so mine kind of rolls off of yours okay um so what i first wrote was just like variety just having more variety like in your curriculum when it comes to the kids Mm -hmm. whether it's like just going outside or like having them stand up or like do a little like karaoke moment do some disney karaoke at the beginning of the class that'd be fun you know like in choir you know do some disney karaoke or in drama class you know yes yes do like one scene from a disney movie Or, like, in math class, have everyone act out, like, some Doctor Strange or something. Because there's a lot of, like, mathematics that's in that movie. Or make them watch A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, my gosh. If you have not seen that movie. It's so good. And there's so many clever math lines. Like, if you don't know math, you're not going to get them. And here's the thing. I get math just enough to be dumb. But I understood that movie. So make them watch A Wrinkle in Time. What? You heard me. You could do like Disney Jeopardy. So like. Yes. You could have it where it's like easy Disney stuff at the beginning. Like what kind of fish is Marlin? You know? And then like as it goes farther down, like what color, uh, what colors does Gil have? You know? Ooh. Or like. You know, oh, here's uh, a hard one because I always thought Jafar always said when the last wish he makes, I always thought he said, Genie, make me the most powerful genie in the world. Guys, he doesn't say that, he says, make no. me the most powerful being. He says, yeah. being, he says, being. Yeah, I always thought he said, Genie, but that's also a common thing. A lot of people also think he says, Genie. So, but huh. that would be a really good question for, for the quiz or for <laughs> well, Jeopardy. One of my favorites. From Aladdin, I would make this a question: Is what does Genie call Jafar? He calls Master. him Senior Psychopath. Oh, really? I don't remember that. Yeah, I literally he calls him Senior Psychopath, and I don't remember this. 
<laughs> yeah, he goes, senior psychopath, and he, like, makes his face look like Jim Mars. Yeah. Oh it's, like, gosh. one of my favorite moments How in Aladdin. Miss that? You'll oh have God. to rewatch it. And just, so. like, so it list. happens after Jafar uh, gets the lamp. So it's, like, towards the end. Mm-hmm. And just, like, it's right as Aladdin comes back. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, hiding behind the pillar. I can tell you exactly where it is because I just love it. It's so in sassy. the animated one. Yes. Huh. Yep. Robin Williams says, "Senior psychopath." Rest in peace. Rest in power. In beautiful peace, sir. Beautiful human being. Seriously. <laughs> um. Now that so, we yes. had a moment of silence, we didn't even right. have to ask for it. We just inserted one. I miss I him. We do. I mean, I think I've shared. I haven't shared it on the show, but like that is that's when all of my performing arts dreams died. When Robin Williams died, he was the first celebrity I cried for passing away. Same. I think he's the Same. only celebrity I've cried for. Actually, oof! There's I been... lost my brain with Chadwick Boseman. Ooh. I was yeah. not okay. Um, yeah, I, I was did not okay. I did one of those, oh. do you ever cry in the shower and then, like, scream cry? You know what I'm talking about? No, that's Like, you cry, that's and then the you scream thing. your lungs off, and then you, like, sit in the shower, and you let the water, like, kind of suffocate you so you can calm yourself down. No, that's called uh, suffocation, Shannon. And- well, that's what I did with Chadwick Boseman, <laughs> because I was very sad. It was no, so I, uh... I just sobbed like a baby and shortly after or shortly before that happened I there's a song that I found um something like fairy tales or something like that that is called um but the line in the song is what happens when you find out your heroes only go so far what a heartbreaking line right before Chadwick Boseman passed away because the Avengers to me are my heroes like I look up to them and I look at a lot of what I do to model after them and oh boy sometimes your heroes do only go so far and you really have to learn how to cope with that anyway uh we're here drinking about teachers I guess we're really experiencing all phases of drinking (laughs) yeah y'all went real dark real quick oh boy and Dylan was just there like yeah Dylan's like I'm just like this is not even on topic at all (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this just depressed all of our audience. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we are giving you the authentic. Yes, we are. That we are. Authenticness. We sure are. Authenticity. That's what it's called. <laughs> the audacity. Guys, it's been rough. Okay. <laughs> we we're almost at performances for the play. So if you're in Oklahoma. Check out Pride and Prejudice at Moore High School. But let me tell you, we've worked our heinies off. As if, evidenced by my insanity. <laughs> if you are listening to this, and all three of us are still living, just know we've all finished our drinks by now. <laughs> we need another. But we're probably I... pouring another... Shannon did pour another one while we've been talking and I watched her so somewhere earlier in this episode you heard me go oh my god Shannon (laughs) that's because she polished off another another bottle and I saw (laughs) 
I'm so upset. <laughs> oh, do you want some? Yeah, can you mail me some? Here, I'm trying a new flavor of yeah. Mike's that my parents bought. Ooh, what's it called? Uh, pomegranate blueberry. Ooh, it's kind of nice. It's missing something like a back note of something because blueberries and pomegranates are really tart. Mm-hmm. I almost think it would be really good if they added a hint of raspberry. Ooh, that would be nice. Yeah. Anyway, back to our back to our actual thing. Hey, Dylan, how would Hello? you make teachers' pastime? Hello. Well, I'm sorry that you chose to be a teacher, and then it's dragging on towards the end of the year. But let's say you prepped for this moment from day one. As all teachers would love to think that's a thing. Well, here's the thing. This is what Miss Puckett did in fourth grade. Every year she had an annual lip sync off. And you literally did your homework and you turned your stuff in and you worked and you got good grades to be able to practice your lip sync song. We had a full-blown annual contest every fourth grade year with different like solo acts, trios, duos, group numbers. It's like a talent show, but you're but lip sync. That's actually smart because listening to little kids sing can be a lot sometimes. Uh huh. Facts. Uh huh. But let's say we took that a step further because she always did that in the spring towards the end of the year. So, like, everyone's ramping up. This is the big celebration. Blah, blah, blah. You start day one, you pick your song. Mm-hmm. Now your first art project is to design your background. Your third is we're going to do some We're going to create our own outfits. Okay, this is we're so moving good. into the spring. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> so mean. But then it it kills exactly enough time that you need for kids to actually be inspired to do something they want to do and to actually have them push themselves. It is yeah. just a matter of knowing yeah. that arts do this and to help students do it on hey, your support own. support the arts. You, you tell me that More you than just a hobby. Period. Yes. yes. But you tell me that this kid doesn't sit here and work on the same project all year long and he's not proud as hell to show it off to everyone. Yeah. Period. Yeah. It's going to help mm-hmm. the kid. It's going to make your school life more exciting. Yeah, it's going to have its up and downs because it's a project. But you know what? When you base the whole thing on Disney. I bet the kids would be a little more inclined then, honestly. Right. Mm -hmm. And the amount of times that the teacher's going to have to turn down and kiss the girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Have you heard the wedding version of Kiss the Girl? No, but have you heard the wedding version of the Avengers March? Yes, I have. Oh. But look, actually, <laughs> I'll send it to you guys because it's so sweet. Oops. And have you heard the guy sing? Uh, he does, like, I think I've talked about that. Never mind. Or did I tell my <laughs> husband? What is I don't know. <laughs> guys, I'm tired. Oh, we're all tired. Oof. Hey, before anyway, we, before we go to our last topic, though, should we run over to Emma for some news so we can 
Hey friends, I am back with some news, so let's get started. Uh, This week, The Eternals came out. I went to go see it over the weekend, and uh, while I can see why there were many mixed reviews, I thought the movie was great. Um, If you are someone who is A, a Marvel loyalist, or B, someone who does have faith in humanity, this movie is going to move you. Um, So bring a box of tissues. I loved it. I highly recommend it. Um, Also, this week at Disney World, uh, the Very Merriest After Hours event started. Uh, All the Christmas decorations up and it is the merriest time of the year at the most magical place on earth. So uh, if you are heading out there, definitely take your uh, ugly sweaters and Uh, The weather is actually going to be a little bit cooler in Florida, so uh, enjoy that. And in Disneyland, their tree went up, so be sure you go check that out if you are on the West Coast. Other than that, there isn't too much to update you guys about, but I will say that I am missing the parks like crazy after my trip. The Disney depression is real, so I am just very happy and very thankful that I get to pursue the Disney news and the Disney magic with you guys. Anyway, back to the episode. Yeah. Well, thanks, Emma, for the news. You did a good job, bud. You did great, you Emma. There would be so much news this week. I know, we're so it proud of you. It keeps changing every week. We are you so did proud great. Of you. Condensing all of that information really yeah, quickly. You I'm did. proud of you. Wow. Thank you for doing the research so I wouldn't have to. You know, Facts. she's just ugh, we love her. We, we do. do. We love a confident babe. I almost said a different word, send, but we should send her a fruit <laughs> I'll send her a basket of fruity drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just run down to my fridge and I'll get her some. You know what I wish? <laughs> Never mind. I'll save this for Shannon after. just hugged her wine bottle. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was presenting it. When she said it. that. I was presenting it. And then I went like this. <laughs> and then she hugged it. No. I had an idea. But. But. We'll talk about it after the episode. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, our final topic for the day. And then we have a bonus question. I'll be honest about that. I'm just going to spring it on y'all. So, our final topic. If a teacher wanted to redecorate her classroom for the beginning of the new year. So, like, end of this semester, we're about to jump into a brand new year, calendar year, and another new semester. What are some good ideas for classrooms? I think I have my idea. I Go win. for it. You win. Okay. You're the teacher. Do you have an actual, this is a side note. Um, do, do you have an actual classroom? I do it. Or do you have theater? Oh, Shannon, you're talking to Shannon? You. Both of you. I was like, I have a classroom at church. So I was going to be designing my auditorium. Ooh, because I, I don't have a classroom. Cool. Cool. Okay. I have a classroom at church, but I'm not allowed to touch it. So, here's my idea. I know 
so preschool teachers and preschool parents don't come after me, I know for a fact that Mickey and the Roadster Racers is a Disney Junior property. It's for the preschoolers. But I think it could be really fun for almost any classroom age. And here's why. This is the race to the finish classroom. And that was me driving a car. So. <laughs> Emma, you should put your seatbelt on. Click. So, picture this. You walk into your classroom, and on all of the borders of all, of, like, the, the boards, so the borders, like, you know those border things that teachers like to put up? You make it like a checkered flag. So it's cute little checker everywhere. Hmm. Then, if it's, like, a math classroom, you use the little cars with their little numbers on them and just decorate using the cars with the numbers on them. Like, how cute is that? You can do, like, a racing strip above your blackboard or whiteboard or chalkboard, whatever you have in your room, and, like, put the cars with the numbers and, like, use little at, like, plus and minus symbols, division symbols, multiplication symbols up top. If it's a literary classroom, have them be, like, like, use the podiums for first, second, and third place of a race and be, like, like other words for the word first and, like, other words for the word second, other words for the, uh, the word third or, like, third place. Or then you could use things like, like car parts and stuff and use them as narratives because I loved when teachers had those, like, self-written like little scroll things on the walls but it was like just Mm -hmm. so that they could tell like stories based on whatever you're learning but you could do that and use like like the score like the speed board but then you tell a little story um based off of like racers and stuff so cute cute. and then like if it were theater i mean you can just use the concept of like the race like you're in a race because you are constantly having to audition. You're constantly having to, like, fight for your place on the podium in whatever show you're in. Um, but it's just, like, the concept of racing can be used so many different ways. And then, here's the kicker, and this is my favorite part. You have a racing strip. And it can either be on the top all the way around of your classroom or along the bottom all the way around. Every single day, you silently move whatever race car is on there one day closer to the finish line, but it has the countdown to the end of the school year on it. If I were a student in that classroom, I would be so excited to see what that car was every single day. Right. Like, How For close real. to being done. Like, yep. could you imagine it turning the corner? Like, that's such a big... Yes, exactly. Like, oh, it's on a different wall. Just, that's like, so taking a breath and just being like... <sighs> yes. Like, you finally get to be like, okay, we have one foot of racetrack left until the end of the school year. Can you imagine? And on your last day of school, your teacher's like, all right, guys, the car's going to cross the finish line. And as the bell rings, she jumps it over the finish line. And everybody's like, Whoa! That's so cute. Oh, yes. I love that. Uh, Mickey and the Roadster Racers. Yes. Well, I've my, got there's my I'm class not as 
yours is epic and now i'm looking at mine and i'm like oh no 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 no. share 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 so my plan was to like (laughs) sorry we heard cody I, i couldn't help it he's playing video games guys so it's okay i'll cut this little part out but also i was going to encourage you and say whatever yours is shannon you now as you talk come up with other ideas i guess i can try to do that let your brain run just be you you're drunk it'll come to you yeah do it (laughs) okay so i don't have a classroom I have an auditorium, or if you want to get fancy, a performing arts center. So. Oh, so it's a big room. It's huge. And I struggled just to, like, design or, like, words, English, decorations. I didn't know what words you were going to use, so I was like, "Mm, where's this line going? (laughs) Decorations for, like, Halloween and Christmas. So... (laughs) I would probably, what I have written down, is an enchanted forest. (gasps) Tell me more. Tell me more. So I would paint the stage floor, even though it'd be a lot of work, because I remember doing this in high school. I was just about to say, Shannon, you hated floor painting days. You hated those. I, with a burning passion. (laughs) (laughs) Especially Midsummer Night's Dream. I knew you were going to Actually. I, I lie. Say that. Probably wedding, wedding singer, singer because it was literally <laughs> glitter. We painted the whole stage in glitter. No, no, no. Singer. You painted it purple first, and then Miss Kate did not glitter. like the purple. So then, then you glitter. did. So then you did the checkerboard floor, and then That's you did true. the glitter. On I forgot top about of that. the checkerboard. Yes. It was terrible. Either way, there was glitter. I hated it. <laughs> but I would paint the stage floor like different shades of green. Um, and then oh, we have, I, I say we, but uh, shout out to Gina Thomason. She's the drama teacher at Moore High School. An amazing human being. And she has these trees. So I'd put the trees up. And then like as the semester goes on, I would slowly start adding stars to all of my battens that are hanging up. I like that. And then that way, like on the last day of school, when all of the schoolwork is done, everyone's done with finals, like have all of your theater kids, choir kids, band kids, like I see where this is going. Everyone. And just having a mini lay on the floor underneath the stars. (gasps) Oh, Or can you imagine a, like, quote-unquote, drive-in movie night under the stars? Like, and that was your end-of-the-year thing we every year? we could do that, but the way that my projector and stuff is set up, it's not possible to do that. You can't show, like, movies and stuff in the auditorium? Well, I could. It would just be a lot of work to, like, reverse the image oh, and, like, okay. redo all of that jazz. Make them watch it backwards. Work. Yeah, I'm gonna say don't <laughs> don't reverse it. Yeah, or we could just listen to music. <gasps> Can you imagine one of those like uh, what is it uh, that the 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 calm app or what is the other one? Uh, Headspace, like one of those like like a. Do you remember? Oh. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking. Do you remember when Skillern 
had us all laying <gasps> on the floor in the oh theater. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's what Those this is inspired after. Because the way to he Michael Skillern. You Michael Skillern, right. You are the best teacher. You and Mr. Jacob are the best teachers I have ever had in my entire educational and Mr. life. And Mr. Edson. I can't leave. Oh, Mr. Edson. Um, amazing. Oh, we he lucked out. He helped me so much. We did. We lucked out. But Skillern but, with those days that he would make us lay on the floor and he would. And he would just talk. Yeah, he would just talk. And he would make us space. breathe. <gasps> yes. There was one time I literally fell asleep on the stage. Oh, gosh and he just looked at me and he's like you good and I said I'm great (laughs) oh man I totally forgot about those too but oh wow you think it's weird because like those days we all got excited to literally just lay on the floor but they were so formative to who we are and I think it taught us those healthy habits of like just taking a minute to walk through what's going on in your head um because I know that I do that more often than I think I would have if that never happened to me in high school Mm -hmm. like now there are at least times that I go hang on take a minute I specifically remember the story he would tell us about um how he went on stage the night of 9-11 um he was acting and it was one of those things like do we go on stage do we not and everybody needed that sense of escapism for a minute and the only people who could provide that were actors. And that was one of my favorites. Because he would tell that story sometimes when we were just laying on the floor. Like during that exercise, the breathing exercise. And sometimes he'd tell us like on days that we were wanting to give up on a show or whatever. Like, But it taught us to like work through our headspace. And that like things were able to be walked through rather than just giving up. Mm-hmm. We lucked out with our teachers. We, we totally did. lucked out. And then when he would, like, say every time you exhale, you relax a muscle in your body. Yes. I still do that. Like, when I'm having trouble sleeping, I will literally just be like, breathe in, breathe out. Okay, my feet are relaxed. And, like, just work my way up. And then by the time I get to, like, my stomach, I think I'm always, like, passed out and, like, drooling in my bed. Sometimes when I and Shannon's going to know exactly what I'm talking about, because Skillern would say this. Sometimes when I lay on my back, specifically at night, and I, like, can't think of, it, like, my mind is going too, like, too fast for my own good, I'll just lay there and I'll close my eyes and I'll be like, just fling the starfish. You are the one. Just fling the starfish. Because he would tell this phenomenal story about saving a starfish, but it had a lot of deeper meaning. But that story was so impactful for some of us, and I think all of us. I think it made all of us cry at one point or another, but... Oh, yeah. Like, I use it sometimes, that story of the starfish, to save myself from going into peril. And the one about the rocks and the pebbles and the sand. Yes, that one, too. Skillern was incredible. Uh, Anyway, sorry. Dylan's going to learn so much about our high school years. I know. But Dylan, I also need to know about your classroom. I have an idea of what Dylan's ideal classroom is, but I'm going to let him say it first. Deal. So I I never really enjoyed school. It was never 
that bright shiny place to always be like the only reason I liked going was the people. So I would design a classroom that is black and white inspired. That's not what I thought. I like that though. uh, Spots on the wall. Think Dalmatian. Okay. (laughs) I see where this is going and I love it. There's going to be a beautiful, like, carpet in the room. It's going to be black and white stripes throughout the year as the kids start doing better. You have dye night, which is right before school leaves. The kids get to dye part of the rug colors. So it just progressively gets more colorful. I love that. As they start making their goals in each subject, they can color the spots on the wall. It's like the artist palette restaurant on the Disney cruise ships. Yeah. That progressively gets colorful over dinner. Yes. I love that so much. Yeah. That's magical. So that way I don't have to like decorate my classroom every year. I just have to repaint it black and white, get a new rug, keep that one because it's a memory. I don't know where I'm going to keep it, but... It's like you slowly get to decorate your house with memories of past students. Yeah, in colorful rugs. That's so special. That's super special. That is amazing. It takes homeroom to a whole new level. It does. That's awesome. Because that would become a home. Like, that would be a safe place. You literally designed the floor and the walls. Like that's brilliant and special and just amazing. Thanks. Any teacher can love it. That's a lot of money. That's on you though. Now that we're like sitting, Shannon and I are like, oh wow, why didn't we think of that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I'm feeling this mics right now. You're telling me. I was hugging a wine bottle, apparently. I'm going to switch to Powerade after this. (laughs) I'm going to drink some water after this. I'm going to take another shot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, so are we ready for our... Are we ready for our bonus question? Yeah. I am so ready for this question. Okay. So, we know, especially in Shannon and I, no. And Dylan, I'm sure you are a student of this. Teachers who get tired of lesson planning, so they just show a movie. Welcome to Missouri. What can a teacher do when they are just lazy and don't want a lesson plan, so they add a movie in? What can a teacher do to convince their principal or their dean that this movie is educational enough to show as an actual edu- it? <laughs> Education. (laughs) But they can argue is educational enough to show in their classroom what is a good movie for that. Okay. I have four. I have three. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. I'll be quick, I promise. Okay. So, my first one is WALL-E for, like, health environment, like, science classes. Because that was on my list. You could play this movie and then talk about things or, like, make a project. 
on how to make the world more green, more Mo recycling, greener. more... <laughs> more... <laughs> okay, next one. English. It's not a Disney movie, but I believe that this needs more love than it gets. The Freedom Writers for your English classes. That's that was a great answer. That was on my list. And then for uh, history slash social studies is Remember the Titans. Obviously, for obvious reasons. There's a lot of topics in that movie that are still relevant today um, that you could talk about in those. And then for math and science, I picked um, The Man Who Knew Infinity. It's not a popular movie, but it is. I, know, I know this one. It's a must watch. So if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. Um, and I also have another one for the math and science section, Hidden Figures, which is a Disney movie. Wow, you got some deep cuts. Good on you. I did. Because wow. I believe that especially in high school, you're telling these kids that they're children when they're actually young adults and they need to start talking about these things in their formidable years before yes, they go to college. Sis. Yes. Sis. Instead of kicking them out the door and being like, oh, you're not a kid anymore. You're a complete adult. Like, wait, Goodbye. what? What? You know, wow. so. Wow. That was good. Thank you very much. That was good. Yes. I also had Freedom Writers on mine for the obvious reasons. It is so the perfect good. pick for literature. And I didn't anything. even think about that. Oh my gosh, right? Um, and then I picked Mr. Holland's Opus for, <laughs> for music okay. and just for well-being because it's such a good story and like perseverance and the music is beautiful and his son is deaf and you get to learn how to like communicate better um and then my third one was for history and it was the sound of music oh that's a good one because musical and um nazism is bad <laughs> i'm going to repeat that that very is very bad. bad and guess what it is still around today bye frustrates bye. me to no end don't listen if you're part of it so if you need a reminder go watch the sound of music that nazism is bad that is our psa for the week dylan you good over there there's like knocking on the walls or something anyways continue i couldn't hear it oh okay uh well wally was on my list um and i feel like any any subject could really use Wally, mainly because like you can show it almost as a this is what the world could come to. How do we make a, like use whatever this subject is to better the world? So like history could use it as a history shows we're going down this path. How do we change history like today? What can you do history? Uh, mm-hmm. Math can use it to be like mathematically what are we doing wrong? Uh, here are some statistics to show what we're doing wrong so that we're not going down this path clearly science and biology it's written all over that movie uh music how can music change 
how people view the world so that we don't end up in that sort of situation like Wally. I just think Wally's a great movie all around. Um, so anyway, also on my list, Finding Dory, specifically because um, while Finding Nemo is great, Finding Dory does a lot more in terms of sharing the nature of sea life and how we can help them. So uh, Finding Dory would be great for biology. I think um, because we went to Overland High School, shout out Blazers, um, I think we were very lucky to have a course called African American Studies. I feel like a lot of schools don't have that course and it's a disappointing. Um, so I feel like the history of uh, African American music is so important, not just in the fact that like, first of all, the first records and not like vinyl records, I'm saying like the first records in terms of historical records of rock and roll came from African Americans. Uh, a jazz, lot of music came from... most music came from the african-american history and so i feel like um african-american studies it covers everything but i feel like the movie soul digs into that and i feel like that's also just a good way to celebrate african-american history um so i think soul would be great i also think soul would be great for like family and consumer sciences slash home ec because like our Mm -hmm. family sciences class uh, we had to carry around a computer baby, not a Ugh. flower sack, a literal computer baby. Pain in the you know what. It was it, an, it was like caring for an actual child. My child was very happy. Uh, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> I feel I also think my child was happy because I didn't have it for as long as the rest of my class because I was a performing arts kid and we were allowed to bring those things into concerts. So we didn't have them half as long as everybody else. Uh, Mm -hmm. So uh, I think that soul is a great movie for family and consumer sciences because it also shows like the, the greater good that people can do for other people and how each human is a soul and they should be cared for. Um, there are basic human needs for you to be a soul and that involves you existing in harmony with the world around you rather than feeling like you are nothing. Um, so, but yeah, I think uh, soul is just a good movie to remind students and families like, Hey, this is like, you are a human and humans matter. I also don't think human sciences covers enough about um our family and consumer sciences covers enough about being a true adult. And I think soul actually might do a better job about that. Like kids quitting their passions to do what they feel like they should be doing. Well, don't quit your passion children. And I feel like soul does a really good job of saying this all the way up until after college, you know, this is what you should be doing. Right. And instead of, you know, what soul does, which is talk about, well, what, what do you bring to other people? Yes. That's, and what, that's what magic gift. can you bring to the world exactly. when you're in like, that zone? Guys, I was in that zone recently and it was one of the best feelings ever. I sobbed uncontrollably and I didn't realize I was sobbing until I had come out of that zone. And it was yeah. the coolest feeling. So guys, don't give up on your passions um so yeah i feel like those are those are the movies i thought of for I'd that. Love- also i think for like av club or like 
any sort of like tech creative because that's important it is an art form there is like tech is an art form and i'll fight anybody who says it isn't but tech is an art form and steamboat steamboat willie is a great example of what technology can do disney has a lot of movies that support what you're saying because i completely agree that tech is an art form i think the arts need to also be more appreciated and walt disney did a good job of that as well incorporating all the arts into his movies into his productions fully i agree i agree well uh i think that's everything for today we already did the news too we did oh wow and it only took us 77 minutes (laughs) hopefully (laughs) there's a lot of nonsense at the beginning you can cut out whatever is happening in this episode it's gonna be people are gonna be like are they okay and we're gonna be like not really no we're fine we're fine we really need (laughs) t-shirts that say we're fine it's fine everything's fine (laughs) All right, friends. Well, I think that's it for today. We thank you so much for listening. I have to read my thing for this because I am feeling it. (laughs) Well, I think that's all we have for this week. Uh, As always, we thank you for listening. Uh, Be sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're not really active on Twitter, but you can look us up on there. It's fine. Uh, Or you can email us at (laughs) thefgmz.com. at gmail.com that happens almost every week now I would like you to know that I mess up our email oh well you can also subscribe and like us on YouTube Spotify and everywhere else you find your podcasts um (laughs) uh you can also check us out on Patreon where a lot of the bloopers from this episode are gonna be uh you can find us where you can find us and subscribe for a really small fee, and you can get tons of fairy godmothers extras. As always, as I've said twice already, we thank you for listening, and we'll see you real soon. Goodbye. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you.